0: Today, we're talking about a book by Harville Hendricks called Getting the Love You Want. By using Tinder. Sure, that's one way to go about it. What's the other way? By being attracted to the other person. I'm attracted to pretty people. Right. But you're also attracted to traits that remind you of your parents. Ew, that's gross. It's based on Freudian psychology. Basically, we try to recreate what's familiar to us. What we're unconsciously attracted to is a composite of the people who had the most influence on us growing up. The author calls that profile our imago, the Latin for image. Why not just say image? He's a PhD. They have to make up words. Sounds like a dessert. Imago. You're thinking of gelato. And tamago. Mmm, egg sushi. Tamago and then gelato. Now who's being gross? So back to the book. The author's theory is that at some point in our childhood, parts of us were discouraged and repressed, which led to childhood wounds. When we fall in love, our brains believe it's a chance to be nurtured heal those wounds, and be made whole again. That sounds wonderful. We often look for repressed parts in our partner as complementary traits. For example, if you're not very expressive, you'd be attracted to someone who is. Opposites attract. Exactly. The trouble is that when the feel-good hormones wear off, those same traits start to annoy us. Why is that? Because the wounded child starts to take over and remind us those traits are taboo. Oh. Then the power struggle starts and expectations get loaded onto the relationship. Add in the emotions of the wounded child, and it gets pretty messy. Time to break up. That's one option. The other is to bring those wounds to the surface and to heal them with your partner. How do you do that? By creating a space in your relationship to talk about those wounds. That comes about with commitment, revisiting caring behaviors, and through a process the author calls the imago dialogue. What's that? It's mirroring, validating, and empathizing. Let me break it down. Yes, please. One partner takes the role of receiver and the other partner takes the role of sender. When mirroring, the receiver restates what the sender says without analyzing, critiquing, or apologizing. How about validating? Validating is affirming the internal logic of the sender's remarks. Basically, what you're saying makes sense to me. I can see how you're thinking and why you would think that way. And empathizing? Empathizing is acknowledging and responding to the feelings behind those thoughts. It's understanding what another person is experiencing, even though you haven't had that identical experience. That's a lot for the receiver. What's the sender doing? The sender tries to make the message easier for the receiver to hear. The first rule is to use eye language when expressing a frustration. Instead of blurting out, You made me feel this. You say, I felt this when you this. The second rule is to avoid making critical remarks about your partner's character and focus instead on your partner's behavior. So you're basically playing therapist for each other? Pretty much. That doesn't sound fun. The author acknowledges that it can feel artificial and forced at first, but with practice will feel more natural. The payoff is a communion with your partner that will help you heal and move away from unhealthy behaviors. Hence the book title, Getting the Love You Want. I love mago. let's get to mago, along with Gelato. Alright, here's the closing quote. When we were babies, we didn't smile sweetly at our mothers to get them to take care of us. We didn't pinpoint our discomfort by putting it into words. We simply opened our mouths and screamed. And it didn't take us long to learn that the louder we screamed, the quicker they came. The success of this tactic was turned into an imprint, a part of our stored memory about how to get the world to respond to our needs. When you are frustrated, provoke the people around you. Ah! Okay, stop that. No, you're wounding my inner child. No, you're wounding my inner child. Words are glue and they stick on you. Is that how that rhyme goes? I don't know. I'm just making it up along as I go.